to the Motocross Supercross Podcast. What is up, everybody? This is episode 131 of the Motocross Supercross Podcast. I'm Adam here with Claudio. What's up, Claudio? Yo, what's up? What's up, what's up? Got a couple things to talk about this week. Uh, obviously, there is no racing right now. We got Supercross a couple months away. We see riders like Blake Baggett and others just redoing their tracks this time of year, just starting to get ready now that Red Bull and everything is in the rear view. But we do have the X Games in Sydney to talk about, some other races and news to talk about. But first, I think we got to start with Dean Wilson, or as I should say, Grandpa Earl out at Fox Raceway, just, uh, you know, pranking people. Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting to see. And it made me think, like, <laughs> if you could, like, do that and then just, like, sandbag, like, a plus 45 class, you know? <laughs> like a plus 50 class. <laughs> Not a bad move. It's cool. I, I liked it. I thought the video was pretty funny for the most part. It was, uh, he still had that thick accent, though. <laughs> so it's like... I bet it didn't take people long to figure out it was him. Hey, he could be a grandpa from uh, Scotland. Why not? Okay, I guess. But the accent and the style, he just couldn't lose either of it. And the only thing is, whenever you put that helmet on, like you kind of lose. You lose it all. So, But I, it was funny. Everybody on Instagram is talking about it. Yeah, he definitely definitely a funny video and uh, breaking the internet right now for sure. If you haven't seen it, definitely go go check it out. It's uh, pretty funny. Definitely worth your time. Definitely, it is kind of an unoriginal idea though, as we saw like Johnny Knoxville do it in like whatever it is, Jackass, Bad Grandpa kind of thing, and we see the NBA players do it kind of thing. Uh, it is unoriginal, but it is funny every time. Yeah, just to see the reaction of people, it's uh, it's hilarious too. Just see their faces, and you know, just to get this like old man just killing it on on whatever sports or whatever whatever it is they're doing. It's always it's always funny to see. That's right. Yeah, Axel. He's just like, oh, I love how he just hits the freestyle jump. He's just like, hey, can I hit that? All right, here I go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what sucks about uh, motocross is the helmet. You know, the helmet kind of covers it all up. If he could do it without the helmet, which not. Uh, advising him to do, but it would just be more funny seeing seeing the old man riding instead of yeah, just, just like just yeah. whenever you know whenever you get off the track, just kind of go to like where a big crowd is, and then take off your helmet, and then mm-hmm. like kind of like get off the bike and be like all broken, like. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that's funny though. You know that took forever to like do the makeup and all that. That's that's a heck of a production oh, right there. Yeah, that's crazy. Since we're on the subject with Dean Wilson, um, I also saw a couple of videos of him trying different rides and uh, you know asking people what he should ride next year and 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 what to you know he uh, you can see him riding every single brand out there, um, and honestly he looked good in all of them. So <laughs> he looked very comfortable and very very smooth. Um, you know, throughout the videos that, that he posted himself. So I thought that was uh, kind of interesting. And, and I'm actually kind of, kind of excited to see what he will, he's going to pick to be his ride for next year. And actually, a little excited to see what team would step up, you know, what factory brand will step up to, to kind of help him out. You know, how the, the privateers always get like a, like a factory support or, or something. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what, uh, what team would, would do that for him. 
Yeah, I did like that video. I'm going to guess he would stay with Husqvarna because that's what he was on with the, you know, Grandpa Earl video too. But uh, was he on a Suzuki? I know we saw Honda and Yamaha. Uh, I don't, I forget if I saw him on a Suzuki though. I'm pretty sure I saw him in all of the brands. He definitely all of the brands. And a Kawasaki, forgot that one. I told him, I commented on there, I said, pick the green one. So I thought he looked good on that. But he did look good on the Honda. I, yeah, I could see him riding any one. But I would say if I had to rank them, I'd put Kawasaki, Husqvarna at the top, maybe followed by Honda, and then maybe like Yamaha at the bottom. That's where I would put him. But That's what I'm saying. He looked good in all of them. He looked very comfortable in any of the bikes that he rode. Yeah, I think he should definitely, no matter what it is, he's got to pick one with electric start because that'll save yeah. you a bunch of time and energy if like you yeah. go down or something. He's got a couple of options, though, with the electric start, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, some more Dean Wilson news. He is in for the Australian uh, Supercross Open, so I guess we will see what what brand he chooses. Well, he is riding a Husqvarna for that event. He's going to be uh, replacing Justin Barsha, who, as we all know, he backed out uh, after uh, Motocross Nations, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. He backed that up out of that race, so he's going to be replacing him. But uh, he will be riding a Husqvarna on that event. So we're still going to see him in a Husqvarna. So I don't think we'll be able to see him in the new bike if he picks a new bike until beginning of the season. Okay, perfect. Well, I guess we'll see. That race is right around the corner, actually coming up on November 10th. So only a couple weeks away from that right there. So that's that's exciting. Yeah, that's going to be a good race. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And some other Australian Supercross news. Justin Brayton's win streak has come to an end this past weekend uh, when Brett Metcalf took the overall. Nice. Good for him, man. Good. Um, I, I understand he likes to dominate in that series over there. But it's good to see different riders make it to the top. So good for Brett Metcalf uh, on on beating Justin Brayton. And apparently, you know, he's, he's very strong because that... That lineup over there is also pretty stacked too. Yeah, and if I if I recall correctly, uh, Justin Brayton was like super sick and stuff. He was racing last weekend super sick, and I guess he was still super sick this weekend. So uh, can't win them all. Yeah, no, uh, that probably had a little bit to do with it too. Uh, he is the defending champ, and he still carrying that rep plate though. So yeah, that's good for him. He just got to share, you know, share the money with everyone. <laughs> can't <laughs> run away with all of it. What other races we have this weekend? Oh, one thing that was cool is the Travis Pastrana at Pleasure Valley. He did the Travis Pastrana Pro Challenge where they gave mm-hmm. away $20,199. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Got to throw that in there. But there was some, they had some really cool classes there. They had this class called the Adaptive Class with Doug Henry. It, it was a super mud fest. And Travis Pastrana was helping Doug Henry. If you don't know, Doug Henry is like paralyzed from, I want to say, the waist down. But yes. he has this like awesome bike for him and it just holds him in. And Travis Pastrana was helping him get off the gate, but he didn't do a good job. And Doug Henry fell along with another uh, paralyzed rider, like right off the start. Yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome that uh, he put that together, especially for those guys, you know, those guys that. Uh, unfortunately had accidents or, 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 you know, are not able to ride anymore because, you know, whatever reason 
they still have that urge to to be competitive and to be out there racing against others. So that's really cool that um, you know he thought like outside the box and. I hope we see that more often in more in more events. Yeah, Travis was trying to post it on his Instagram. He's like, "Oh, I bet this is the last time Doug en- Doug Henry asked me to help him on the start." And I was like, <laughs> yeah, "I wasn't sure." I, I was that. like, <laughs> "I was like, I don't know if I should laugh at this because it like it is kind of funny, but at the same time, you know, you can't laugh at like the handicapped people. You know, can't do it." No, and- we're definitely not laughing at the handicapped people. It's just the whole like quote and the whole situation. <laughs> It's a uh, it's a little funny, but yeah, I saw that too, and uh, I, I don't blame Doug Henry if he doesn't want Travis to help him out anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was just right off the start; they all fell. But it was a mud fest, so you know it's not a hundred percent Travis's fault. You got to ease. Yeah, definitely not. You got to ease off the start there. But uh, dude, you know who won? You know who took uh, first place in that uh, Open A class there? Who that? Frederick Norin. Nice. Yeah, nice for him. Uh, Brock Poppy got second. Actually, winning the first moto was uh, Bobby Piazza. You remember him from the Racetrack Supercross show. Yeah. So yep. he went one and 16 for sixth <laughs> overall. So not a great. Yeah, he ran into a little problems, didn't he? Yeah, I, I didn't see exactly what happened, but, you know, 16th, definitely something happened. But Frederick Norin went 2 1 and, you know, took home all the all the monies. So that was that was cool to see him out there. Um, also happening same weekend as the Red Bull Straight Rhythm, as we did our last podcast was devoted pretty much to the Straight Rhythm, so we didn't talk about any of the other events. But uh, X Games Sydney was going on, and it was kind of a an unfortunate weather event going on there. I saw the crazy time lapse videos of the storms moving in, the lightning going crazy. They had to cancel yeah. some events like the step up and stuff. Yep, but. They did get a couple events. The Moto X Freestyle, we saw Tom Pages uh, take home the gold. And he did kind of the f- same, uh, he did that same trick he won in Minneapolis, the double backflip no-hander. Yeah. He had a he had a really good run, though. He had a, a really good flow. Yeah. If you remember at Minneapolis, like, he got all, like, up in his head and stuff, and he was just, like, hitting jumps, not doing any tricks, and just, like, ruined it. And then at the last his last run he like really pulled through so he kind of did the same thing here he only got 35 points for his first run and then his second run he got 96 points for the gold <laughs> so <laughs> first runs it. yeah he's not good at first runs but josh sheehan got second and rob Adelberg got third uh pretty cool and taka higashino we saw the videos of him just learning the double backflip and stuff and he was able to land it in the competition there so that's pretty cool for him yeah yeah, uh, looks so smooth. many video. Yeah, he spent so much time doing that. It was funny. Jared McNeil and Axel, once they canceled some of that events, they were all just riding in like a field somewhere, hitting like a little ten foot jump, and Axel <laughs> ended up popping his shoulder out. <laughs> of and, course, that's what you get. Yeah, Doctor Josh Sheehan had to help him get it back in, which is even more funny. <laughs> that guy's put more shoulders in than like actual doctors and stuff. I know he did a couple here too, right? Is that yeah. same doctor? But they did have the best whip contest, and of course, Jared McNeil taking home the gold in his home country, just throwing the sickest whips. I love his whips the best because he gets like inverted, and then he just like turns the bike like the whole way around. It's like a one eighty whip where he's like upside down. It's insane. So that was cool for him. Corey Creed got second in that, and Axel. 
Axel Hodges was able to take home third with his big, like, I don't even know what you call it. It's kind of like the dune style, like the sand dunes where they jump them and you just like, just super sideways. It, it's just very unique style. I, we saw it at the Monster Energy Cup. They had that whip contest yep. there too, so. Yep. Yeah, they also had the uh, the doubles, doubles freestyle. The one that we talked about, it was uh, like uh, synchronized jumping and stuff with, with the two guys. Yeah, I remember seeing a video of... I want to say it was Josh Sheehan and maybe Tom Pagez doing double backflips right next to each other. But whenever I was looking on the X Games Sydney website, I didn't see the results for it. So I was starting to think maybe that was one of the contests that got rained out. I definitely saw him doing it, but I don't know if that was practice or if it got rained out. So I don't see it on their page. Yeah, so that just sucks for them because I know I'm pretty sure I read that they were like in a drought. And then, of course, the rain and lightning has to come in the middle of X Games. But, uh, oh well, what you gonna do? You can't yeah, fight Mother Nature. Very unfortunate for the freestyle guys. The, a lot of the events got canceled, so it wasn't it wasn't as exciting as it could have been for sure. Yep, that's why they got to do it indoors. You need that dome. Dome. Need the dome. Um, and another thing I wanted to talk about is Jason Anderson posted on his Instagram and uh, a video of one of the opening ceremonies, his intro, and he said, I wish we were allowed to create an opening ceremonies to our liking. Like, we get to pick and create our music and videos instead of being so restricted. I was like, oh, kind of taking a shot there. Yeah, that sucks <laughs> if they don't really get to like, you know, they should be allowed to make their own their own. I mean, it is their stuff. intro, so it should be unique. Yeah, I guess, you know, Feld's just got to censor everyone. Can't have uh, too much stuff. They only only want to pay royalties to certain artists or something, I guess. <laughs> Who knows what their deal is. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. So it's curious to see what uh, he ends up doing and all the other writers end up doing for opening ceremonies or maybe him just speaking out like that maybe will cause like a little a little change. Or yeah, or what's the answer for um, from Feld to that? Yeah, I remember the uh, the opening ceremonies last year. It was kind of cheesy, you know. It's a little too cheesy for such a badass sport. I hope they spice it up a little <laughs> bit this year. That's for sure. I I have to agree with Jason on this one. They should be able to pick, you know, their song and how they want to do it. Maybe not how they want to do it because you know not all the stadiums has, you know, different entrances or whatever. But definitely like a song or like what you know what they want to do. Of course, they got to keep it G or PG because. Um, it is a family sport, and there is a lot of little kids on the audience or in the crowd. So definitely keep it PG. But yeah, why why not bring your you gotta own? Got to keep it badass though, too. At the same time, you can you can just make it unique. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much everything we're going to add to this episode. Our next episode, we are going to dive in a little deeper to these super cross track layouts and. Uh, talk about this upcoming season with the Triple Crowns and uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, what do you say, Claudio? Is there anything else we need to add to this one? Yeah, no, just make sure you guys are following us on our Instagram at MXSX Podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. It's going to be legit. We're going to dive into the 2019 Monster Energy Supercross series coming up. We're going to have the Triple Crowns, where they're going to be, the East-West Showdowns, and everything else that we need to know for this coming up year. Peace.